Susan Finch here with All Volunteer, All Heart from Binky Patrol. And I have a new friend who has taken over our Temecula chapter. I'm so excited. Kimberly Legg. And when we met on the phone, she told me a story and I was so mad I didn't turn on the record button because her story is so much what we are about. But people ask, well, why do you join Binky Patrol and who are the kind of kids you help? Kimberly, you sum it all up. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here today. Can you tell me a little bit, how did you find us? Wow. It's actually a very interesting story. Um, my husband and I, about 12 years ago, adopted four children. And our oldest, who is now 19, she was five when we received her, had an experience and was picked up through uh, CPS at school. And when she was picked up at school, she was greeted with a blanket. And come to find out that we're going to fast forward just a few years later, when my daughter was in seventh grade, we came across um, an organization called National Charity League. And there was a philanthropy in the, the league that we could volunteer for, and it was called Beaky Patrol. And lo and behold, <laughs> the blanket that she received when she was five was a Binky Patrol blanket. And it's something that my daughter has carried with her since she has been in our home and it was adopted in our home. And um, it's the only belonging that she has from ages zero to five. And it is something that she treasures. And it is a huge uh, piece of her first five years of her life. And so as we had the opportunity to volunteer and do a philanthropy, um, she picked up Binky Patrol and she just said, you know, mom, if there's any other child that has a circumstance like mine, I want to help to make sure that they have something that they can call their own for no matter how many years they've been in the system or how many years they've been when they're adopted or um, that they have something they can call their own. And um, to this day, it's still on her bed. She's 19 years old. She's a junior in college. <laughs> and um, so um, it's something that's really close and near and dear to our heart. My second daughter, who is a junior in high school, also has fallen in love with Binky Patrol. And all of our kids have their own Binky Patrol blankets, all four of them. And we're foster parents as well. And we have two infants in our home right now. <laughs> um, and they all have blankets. And so um, I think it's fitting taking on and being part of the Binky community because it's so near and dear to us. And we have such an outpouring that, of love that we can hand and give into our community as well. Man, your life is very full in so many ways. We've been very blessed um, and we're happy. We love to be able to share that and bless others too. Oh my goodness. But you bring it, this is really what it's about too. It isn't just, oh, here's a blanket, see you later, we never hear from you again. It's full circle with your family and they understand yeah. it and the importance of it. And we've told those kind of stories before, but you live those stories. And yeah. so how many children have you fostered since you started, be, since you became foster parents? It's been quite a few. We've um, had <laughs> probably 30 to 40 overall throughout the years, but it's come in different ways through either raising our nieces and nephews, um, being part of uh, different programs in the community. And then um, currently when COVID hit, we went back and recertified as foster parents. And just 
two Fridays ago, we received a, a little baby girl. And during the drop off of them inspecting our homes and whatnot, I had six blankets that had been delivered to our house and they were sitting on the porch and uh, the caseworker that had come through said, are those binky blankets? And I said, they are. <laughs> and she said, I'm headed back to the command post. I have 18 teenagers that are sleeping in the command post right now. There aren't a lot of foster homes that are available. And so the, a, lot of this, a lot of the older children are staying in the command posts. And I, she said, can I take them? I at least six will have blankets tonight. And so I ended up giving the blankets that were just delivered on our porch <laughs> straight to her. And so she was able to go up um, that Friday night and at least hand out six of the blankets that we had in stock or in hand to uh, kids in the system that were sleeping up there. At night. How many? So I know here when I have those types of things, I have a short list of people I can quickly text. Say, oh, I, mm -hmm. you know, I need some more blankets really fast and we need them for teen boys or whatever. And I've had some of those volunteers, they'll say, give me two hours. And they'll run into yes. Joanne's, they'll bring it home, they'll get a fleece blanket at least immediately for them. Because yeah. you're right, the teens, not only do they have a harder time getting placed, but they don't get the blankets. People don't make right. great big ones and they don't think these big kids need them, but they need them more than anybody. Exactly. And I think of my, you know, my sons, they're all 6'2", six 6'3", six you know, and they're 14 and 16 years of age. So the bigger blankets are really beneficial. Now, how many are in your chapter right now that are active? Um, for National Charity League? No, for Binky, or Binky Patrol. Patrol. I, you know, I'm not sure. I just picked up everything from Terry. Okay. <laughs> on uh, Tuesday, we met. She had a whole list of names that are pretty regular donors. And it looks like there's probably 20 to 25 Fantastic. that are regular donors. I know that through National Charity League, my daughter and I used to make a hundred, you know, a hundred blankets a, a season. So, so I know that there's more coming, especially during the summer times. So that's right. when a lot of the students start volunteering a little bit more because they have more free time. Right. So. <laughs> How great to have those all stocked up. I know, you know, like I said, that short list for me is invaluable. So suggest, right. and maybe even asking, you know, that list, who would want to be on a quick call list? You know, absolutely comes up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I do without Pam and Linda and like three other people. They always have something, you know, if I need it within hours, there's always something that they and if they don't have it, they're in so many other groups like you are that they can pull from it. Right. I had to laugh. My daughter, we had sent her and my my I have twins. We sent them on a trip to Colorado to visit my dad and family. And before she left, she said, Hey, I threw some, you know, blankets in the Joanne's cart. Um, can you make sure, you know, you get them ordered so that they're ready when I come home? And I said, Oh, how many did you put in there? And she's like, Oh, I put 10. So then I went in to Joanne and there's 20 in there. <laughs> so I texted her real quick and I'm like, Hey, there's 20 blankets in there. And she said, Yeah, I added some more. She goes, Do you think they'll be there when I get home? <laughs> like, absolutely. So <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> I love your heart and what you guys do. I mean, there aren't enough amazing foster parents. My friend Shannon down the street is an amazing foster parent. And I watch her lose her heart every time that, you know, you go to the court, you do all these things, you advocate, you do everything you're required to do and what that child deserves because that that's it. And then sometimes it's like, okay, now they get to go live with their family and sometimes that's good and sometimes it's not. And it's so difficult. I can't imagine 
how heavy your hearts are when you say goodbye. And it is painful, but we've been called to serve and be part of a family's life for whatever time that may be. And so we jump in and we act as advocates for all and are able to love on all. And um, when it's time to say goodbye, uh, you know, as, as painful as it is, we know that, that that's their journey and we're thankful that we can be part of their journey. So, and that's what she, you know, I know Shannon will say, at least she had those first six months of being loved a hundred percent of the time. Yes. <laughs> and hopefully we'll carry that with them. Absolutely. <laughs> Kimberly, we're so glad you're part of Binky Patrol and thank you for coming to tell us part of your story. Ah! Um, Hello, big guy. That's me. <laughs> oh, he's just a sweetie. So we'll be publishing this. And folks, you can hear more stories like Kimberly's because we're gathering more from our chapter leaders. And I love hearing how they came to us, how they got to know Binky Patrol. I'm hoping that inspires you. You can go to binkypatrol.org to find out more. Hello. You can listen to our latest episodes at binkypatrol.show or in your favorite podcast venues. So we have to subscribe. And look at, he's so excited. He can't wait for this episode to air. This is going to be amazing. That's right. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thanks for taking over the chapter. And I can't wait to continue to hear how the Temecula chapter of Binky Patrol grows. Thank you, everybody. I'm so excited. All right. (laughs)